All right, thank you everyone for joining us on NLBP TV. I am Camille Miller, the founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership, and you are here at the Lee and Me Show with my co-host, Lee Gabarzik of Soulful Mandela's out of Long Valley, New Jersey. Hi, Lee. Good morning, Camille. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. All right, we are talking about today what self-talk. Yes. Great topic, too. I think people don't realize how they talk to each other, um, talk to themselves, what they say. Yes. Moments. Yeah. I mean, um, so one of the ways that I can kind of get clear about how I'm feeling about myself is to reflect upon, actually, really, what do I even say in response to an event? So I remember... Years ago, if I were to do something like, you know, knock something over, you know, like something like a plant is dirt, you know, it gets in the carpeting, it's a mess. And I'm all sort of, oh, damn it. And there, I would say something like, you know, oh my goodness, you know, I'm so stupid, or I'm so clumsy, or what is the matter with me, or why did, you know, and I went, wait a second what the hell, you know, and I'm like, wait, I thought I did all of this work on myself and here I am being so self-disparaging. This is really like a tell. And I think that when I am, that is my kind of like a unconscious response, you know, it's like a reflex almost like someone hitting your knee, <clears throat> like a doctor hitting your knee and having it pop out. It's the same kind of thing. It's, it's this, what's the go-to in an event when there's a problem, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. and I, and I, and, and, and now I remember I was in a, in a car accident, um, oh, a couple years ago now, bad one, bad, bad, you know, air, airbag deployment and all that other stuff. And I remember in it and I was saying, well, first I had to make sure everything was working. <laughs> you know, that was a little scary. Uh, then I, and I remember saying, I, I'm going to be okay. I'm gonna be okay. And just like, I actually use like third person, Lee, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. This is gonna be okay. And it is something that I am, not that I'm perfect at this, far from it, but it is something that I'm doing more and more is that if I have something that does occur, I actually will take a moment and be kind to myself and say, this is gonna be good. You're gonna figure this out. It's gonna be okay. Which is a world, world of difference than um, what used to be in circumstances where something was, uh, you know, a problem. Yeah, I think, I think you did the magic words of being kind to yourself. Yes. And sometimes we don't realize that we're doing it. Nope. Um, and, or where it comes from. And I think it's so important, especially as a parent, when you, when you yell at your kid, tell them something like, you're lazy, you're stupid, you'll never get it. Like I, like, and that becomes their self-talk. Yes. You know, whatever they hear or think their parent thinks of them or whoever is taking care of them, even a teacher, you know, yes. oh, you're terrible at that. Or that's like, it becomes your self-talk all around and yeah. you talk yourself into things. Like I always used to say, I'm not good at finance. I'm not good at finance. Um, I'm probably better than most people at finance, <laughs> you know, but it's that like, and I always say, I don't do math. I don't do math. Um, and the funny thing is one of my daughters went to me one day and they're like, Ma, you know, you actually do do math. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I should say is I don't actually like, 
So it's kind of like this, you know, self, it's a self-talk. It's what, it's what you believe and and changing it is really, really hard. It really is hard. And I think that, you know, this is what this is, is coming up for me as we talk about this. If I have an authority figure that I value, right? If I've got someone, a caregiver who I need them to survive basically because they're my source of sustenance, you know, or I have some kind of teacher who has um, some reputation of success and I really value them because of that, I've kind of bought into whatever that is, and then they say something that's really cruel. I then incorporate that thought process into my own. It actually becomes almost hardwired into my programming. And this internalizing of critical people is very, I think is very, very common because what I'm basically doing is I'm saying that person knows how to do it better than me. I'm going to use their kind of perspective on this and I'm going to integrate it into my own consciousness in a way that's going to allow me an opportunity to better handle a problem as it comes up in the future because what do I know? And basically what I do is I actually create the opposite of it in many cases because I have created an unrealistic expectation about a problem-solving activity that's not appropriate to who I am and where I'm coming from. (laughs) And now I'm trying to live by somebody else's rules in a game that's my own and in the process end up not getting anywhere. And, and, And from an authoritarian viewpoint, if the person is an authority and wants to, again, manipulate or control people, what better way to do that than to set up unrealistic expectations and then condemn them when they don't do it? Yep. Brilliant, really. Yeah, that happens in marriages all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships. It's like manager expectations, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but I think people also okay. self-sabotage and they create situations. We've talked about this, right? We create situations from our own beliefs. Like, you know, people don't like me. I never get a job. I can't pass an interview. I really suck yeah. at I mean, when you have that self-talk, you almost predetermine that to happen because you've talked yourself into making that happen, you know, instead of doing the other thing. It's just like the bulimic who thinks they're fat, you know, they absolutely believe that that's their self-talk, you know, they, they believe that. And that's really, yeah, it's not, it's an issue of perspective because, um, yeah, it's. It, 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 I, I think one of the ways in which you kind of help move beyond it is to think, where did this come from? Or is this something that I really believe in? You know, one of the things that we've been talking about throughout this with the stuff going on with the pandemic, et cetera, is how this is a great opportunity for self-reflection so that we can sort of become free of yeah. our normal way of doing things. Meaning that, not that maybe those things were necessarily bad, but to just explain expand beyond them in a way to think about what other possibilities might exist for me that would better serve me. Because all things are always in a state of, of, of evolution, right? Everything is always kind of um, continuing to, you know, grow, either in a successful way or an unsuccessful way, but nothing is ever stationary, everything's changing. And if this is, a, if this is going on, why not use this as a chance to say, hey, 
maybe it's another way of looking at this or hey maybe i need to rethink some of these things and it's really and i think that that's where people i think it's where people really get stuck is that they get to a point where they know it's not working anymore <laughs> and then they just dig their heels in <laughs> and they create <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> I can't do that anymore. So, um, yeah, and actually, and this is, we've talked about this before, about how personal growth, you know, is a messy thing. You know, we, we have a lot of people in the, in the world of psychotherapy or intuition or uh, spirituality. It's all very kumbaya. Everything's always so this perfect little, you know, growth thing no it's 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 messy it's messy it's sloppy you know there's things that I discover about myself that are just like oh my goodness that is horrific <laughs> or to, you know, meaning that you know I, I I'm like I've been doing that to myself and I really don't want to do that to myself that's what I mean yeah. and I and I I really have created these traps for myself but then I kind of like go through this uh this 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 conundrum this 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 um how can i say almost this feeling of of, of confusion and disorientation about like well, wait a second well, what else could i do and what else is there to do and what and one of the things too and i, I meant to share this in previous podcasts uh, or, or some of our shares here is that um one of the best places for me to be is in a state of i don't know it is the birthplace of genius. What's yeah, that? Like the state of allowing. It really is the state of allowing, but I will kind of phrase it a little differently just because allowing may indicate or imply <clears throat> that the person has come to this from a state of conscious awareness and said, oh, you know, I'm going to come on, I'm going to allow. But for some people like me, <laughs> I might be at a point where I'm not there yet. And then I'm basically saying, um, well, I don't know what to do. I tried that, I tried that, I tried that, I tried that. I don't know. And I think, wait a second, good place to start. When I have not known, and I have a real blank field, and I don't really know, just like you were saying with allowing, all of these things come in. All of these things, and I never, I never was a, um, something, a, a, for a title of a program I was thinking about the other day. I have been, two years trying to think of what to do here and I stopped <laughs> I stopped thinking about it and then in a game because I just had to give it the room to exist but these kinds of states of awareness that come out of this surrendering and letting go etc um, are the birthplace of genius it's where you get that spark of inspiration, you know, yeah. that momentary, um, that thought experiment, I guess is the term that people use here, where all of a sudden something that just never, ever, ever came into existence just realizes itself and then finds an outlet and it begins a process. It's just so cool. Yeah, beautiful. But I think um, self-talk also comes back. I find it a lot in um, prosperity mindset around yeah. my you know, uh, yes. I can't hold on to money. I can never pay my bills. There's yes. never enough. I can't afford that. I can't afford this. I can't afford it. Yes. You know, yes. Instead of turning it around to say what you can do with what you have. 
you know, yeah. thankful I make my rent every month. Yes. I to say I can't go out for dinner though. You know, I'm thankful I have food. I'm, you know, to, to come from a place of gratefulness, but, um, but in the self-talk, what we're talking about today is just keep, when you keep telling yourself you're not enough. Yes. You start to believe it. Yeah, and, and one of the things about the, uh, the self-worth part of it connected to money is just that, that for um, many of us, and I certainly have had my moments of this, where I just don't feel deserving of that. Yeah. Like this other person, they need it more. They're more in trouble than me. They need that money. They need this thing. They need that stuff, right? Or here's another one that sometimes this comes up for me too. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be that horrible, selfish person. I don't want to be that, that greedy, 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 greedy person that I so can't stand. <laughs> and, in the, and what I'm doing is I'm basically arguing for my uh, poverty. Because then what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm, I'm basically saying is I'm making a judgment. This is the self-talk stuff. I'm making a judgment about what money is. And you know, now more and more, I just think of it as a form of energy, right? Yeah. Uh, money, money is an energy. So if it's an energy, so if I am doing a reading for somebody or you know, some kind of work with them, the, uh, that's my energy. And then they pay me, that's their energy. And the energy, and part of this that kind of makes more sense to me now, is energy needs to flow. So I'm really not honoring them if the contract is such that, that I'm giving them something, I'm treating them as inadequate to me because I can do it, but they can't know. See, I'm giving them this energy through my whatever it is that they've signed on for, where they're going to pay, you know, that they want me to contract me to do. And part of my honoring them is having them pay me. That's how I honor them. And it's a, and it's, you know, yeah, that's a great someone who sees it as greed. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> many people find themselves, especially I see in like in our soul centered world that mm -hmm. when they serve others, they feel very guilty. Like they're not a good person. They're not serving someone. It's yes. Yes. They need to be in poverty, chastity. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not a Franciscan monk. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people, I, I saw it. <laughs> When the pandemic started, I saw it like everyone's like, oh my God, I can help so many people, but I don't want to charge. I just want to give everything away for free. And I'm like, oh, it's your time too. Like, you know, and when you have money, I feel that you can also give to others more in a, in a direct way. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. The, um, uh, so the price for giving is receiving, right? We've talked about this concept. So if I am giving then the price is that receiving it could be anything if i'm giving like love that's what i'm going to get if i give hate that's what i'm going to get i give abundance it's what i'm going to get but i have to a part of being a good giver oh this is important for me part of being a real good giver is the ability to receive hmm. beautiful that is a biggie because for those people who say oh no i can't have the gifts or, no 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 i can't it's selfish. It's really selfish. It's, it, it comes off as like, oh, I'm just so nice. No, you're not. <laughs> it's selfish because you're denying that person an opportunity to express their gratitude to you. 
Yeah. It's a kindness. It's a form of love. It's a form of, of, of generosity. Yeah. And, the, and, it, and this is another one of those things where if we then look at ourselves from our behaviors and kind of see from our behaviors, our unconscious thoughts, really, if I reflect upon that, then what does that say about my own personal value? That I feel like I have to disregard these generosities. Yep, absolutely. Am I really, am I, what am I saying? I don't deserve it. I'm a con, I, I fooled them. I don't, I don't believe in the value that they communicate that they have for me, right? Interesting stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. I once got very angry at somebody because I bought their child a pair of earrings and they immediately went out and bought me with the child. Like, mm -hmm. like within an hour, went out, <laughs> bought me something and left it on my back porch. I was so angry. And I was like, you just taught your child that I can't give them something yes. without you paying me back. Like, I was like, that was not the idea of the gift. I liked the pair of earrings <laughs> and I chose to get them for your child. <laughs> Right. right, but right. It, it took a lot for me to understand that they, they couldn't, re like it wasn't like I took it like as a personal, like attack on me, almost, right? Right. And then there are people who do give to get, I mean, that happens. And there are people who are manipulative in the, in the way that they're generous with others, because then they have it, they keep a tally, right? They keep a, like a toll of what they've given. Keeping Wait a second, I've been, every year I've been the one who's held the Thanksgiving meal and I'm the one in prepared, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, if that's the case, and that needs to be addressed, but we're not talking about that, but that, that is a thing. Yeah. And also if I'm doing it, if I, my purpose, is so so particularly in the kind of work that I do if my purpose is to make people dependent on me that's no kindness that's no generosity that's no good there's nothing good in that and that that's a form of scarcity that's another form of me then trying to manipulate another person into becoming dependent on me in a way that then manipulates them into giving me cash because I don't think I have any other way of really seeing that I can make it. And that's just a, just a mess. So those kinds of, uh, of distinctions, we're getting into some more specific examples here, those things need to be attended to. But as far as like the overall arc of just being, you know, kind, and like you see with children all the time, they give a flower or they like, look, mommy, look what I found, you know, <laughs> you know, like I got this and it's so cute. And it's just our nature to be like that. That's just how we're wired, I think. And what a wonderful thing to live in and a wonderful thing to feel. And to, you know, this is at the heart, the heart of this is gratitude and, and taking a moment to say how much I love and appreciate somebody and what they mean to me. This is such an important, important uh, thing to do, not for them, right. but me. Yeah. Yeah, I think feeling self-worthiness. Yes. The big one. So I work with that a lot um, with, with entrepreneurs in general when I'm, when I'm coaching and working with them. It's everything comes down to self-worth. Everything, your prosperity, your health, your, you know, your relationships, everything comes down to your own self-worth and feeling very worthy and deserving. That's what we work on.
I totally, totally agree. And you can see that in, again, like we were saying, in the thoughts that we say unconsciously in response to certain things, in the way that we conduct ourselves with other people, in the way that we treat other people, in the way we allow ourselves to be treated, right? All of these are great windows into it. And I don't mean to say any of these things to be punitive or critical, et cetera. Just all of this, and especially again with what's going on in our quarantine uh, bill, is to, to take advantage of this, these moments when we are um, kind of taken out of our normal routine so we can really be more deeply reflective about, you know, what's going on here and is this working for me and how do I reimagine my life in a more um, positive or prosperous way? When I use that word, you know, group related to the posterity we're talking about, to have the kinds of outcomes that really make me more happy. Love it. All right, we will close on that note. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for another great show, Lee. If Thank you me. also loved this show as much as we did, please share it with your friends and subscribe to our channel. Um, you can catch us on all of the syndications. I think we're on 52 of them at this point. Um, and let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to talk about. You can contact us at thenaturallife.org through the Contact Us page. Thanks, Lee, for another great show. We'll see you Thanks, again. Thanks, Camille. Bye-bye. Okay.